Hey boys and girls, though I'm going to guess that it's mostly boys, my name is Phil, you might know me as Cowboy Venus, you might know me as CBV, you might know me as XMC, you might know me as Keeson. Uh, long story short, I have been in the No Mercy community for quite some time. I am one of the contributors for the upcoming Aki Evolution project. I was also one of the contributors for Showdown 64. We recently decided that we were going to start making a podcast about the Aki games and certain things related to it. Uh, I don't really have a guest for this first episode. I guess I was just going to kind of introduce myself, talk a bit about where the project is right now, where it is going forward, and a couple other things that have to do with the community and what we can actually do with this game these days. So uh, I guess to start off, I, I'll talk about how I got into this scene, which is a lot like a lot of other people did. I was in college. I was looking for something to do that didn't cost a lot of money. I downloaded the Project 64 emulator to play No Mercy, and I googled some hacks that I could put into my game. And once I did, I discovered through via YouTube and other sources, things like the TNA vs. ROH save, like SummerSlam, all these wonderful, wonderful projects that just blew my mind. And the second that I saw them, I was instantly hooked to No Mercy modding, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people can say the same thing. Not only is No Mercy a game that's very near and dear to a lot of our hearts, its gameplay kind of really is timeless. You can compare it to just about any modern game today, and it holds its ground. Uh, some people don't like it because the graphics are a bit of a turnoff, or some of the mechanics may seem a bit slow, but to me, I always enjoyed it because it gave you time to think about what you were doing and strategize. I really love the SmackDown games, don't get me wrong, even though I didn't buy any of them past 2007, I do believe. Uh, but one thing they really stressed was fast, 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 arcade action, and... It was fun, but it, to me, it just didn't really feel like I was strategizing as much as trying to get a move in before the other guy could get a move in. Uh, games like Here Comes the Pain, SmackDown 2, uh, Shut Your Mouth, these are all wonderful, wonderful games, and I will put them at the top of any wrestling game tier list. I just think that the Aki games are a bit better than them. And that's kind of why I am here talking about it, obviously. I am obviously an Aki guy from anybody that follows me on Twitter. The first project that I ever got running on my PC was the infamous TNA vs. ROH, made by Alan Chiz. It had a mix of both rosters, obviously, and it was just so amazing to play what was basically a dream game at that point. You were not going to see a roster like that in any single game before or after, to be honest. And I must have played that sucker for months. Just months before I even decided I was going to try this on my own. I made a ton of projects and a ton of individual mods before I ever made a full game conversion. And make no mistake about it, for many, 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 many years, I was not good at this. I still don't think I'm good at this. I just have fun with it. I've made texture mods, I've made hacks. For a long time, I would mostly make texture mods, and they really weren't that good. Anybody can attest to that. I've never really been that good at drawing in Photoshop or Illustrator or any of those programs, and I really got to salute you guys that do. So what am I doing now? What have I done, and where are we going with this? At the end of pretty much Showdown 64's life cycle, 
I realized that if I wanted to go back and implement some of the new things I had learned in hacking, I was going to go have to go back and redo about 300 different move sets. And the task was just too daunting for me, to be honest. I did not have the patience in me to backtrack that much. And at the same time, I had just started my training at OVW with Matt Capitilli and Rip Rogers. So the time that I had to mod and hack and research and do all this stuff was pretty much gone. By the time I had any free time, I just wanted to rest. Because as much fun as I do have hacking and modding No Mercy, it still is a lot of work. And I just stopped doing it for a couple years. Recently, I've kind of had a string of injuries. The first one was at the end of 2017, I do believe. And it kind of gave me the time to come back into the No Mercy modding scene. I took some of the tricks that I'd kind of learned at the end of Showdown 64's life cycle and I decided I wanted to make a project that focused less on making a massive roster and more on tiny details in movesets and AI that you really don't see in other games. It wasn't meant to be be this massive, massive roster like the last project was. It was more or less just an experimentation with what I could do, how far I could take it, and what we could get away with. It started off as a project called Power Slam Pro Wrestling. I was going to use a bunch of fictional characters. Uh, decided that it really didn't interest me and I wanted to make characters in real life with Easter eggs based on what they have actually done. I am lucky enough to have the team that I do. The team is some of my favorite people on planet Earth. Uh, first and foremost, I gotta say, if there was ever uh, a partner or whatever you could say, a 100% uh, dude that if I ever left, I would hand the reins completely over to him and I would have not a thing to worry about. That would be Chucky PK. I honestly think Chucky is the most talented hacker on our team. The guy has such a wonderful and creative brain, and not only that, he has the patience and temperament that you need to not only lead a project, but to follow through with some of the really daunting tasks that we have ahead of us. His mind is able to just picture solutions to problems that no one else can. Uh, he does a lot of the things that nobody else can do. The first hack he ever put up was a semi-functional computer-controlled ref hack, and that's something that people have been trying to do since 2001. So Chucky is the other head guy of this project. He's just busy working, and he can't be online as much as I can. I'm online as much as I can because, as much as I am, sorry, because I'm having surgery on both my legs. I still have another surgery to go. Uh, recently had my ankle completely restructured and repaired. Every single piece of soft tissue was worked on. And that's why you see me so often on Twitter and so often hacking and stuff because I can't really do much. Uh, the next guy on my team I want to talk about is Victor. Victor does a lot of the texture mods. Uh, he is... He's a good friend of mine. He's been on the team since Showdown. 
Uh, he did the Legacy package for HBK, for Eddie Guerrero. He's working on a beautiful Mick Foley package right now, and it's been a joy to see how far he has actually come in his skills as a texture modder. I honestly think right now he's one of the best in the entire scene, and I'm very lucky to have him on our team. Uh, another guy on our team, and yes, I'm going to go down every member of our team, and I'm going to give him shout-outs because I love all you guys. Another member of our team is Retro Randy Price. He has been wrestling for over 12 years. He's a good wrestler. He's an amazing uh, media creator. Uh, he's just like Chucky in that he has an extremely great attitude and outlook and work ethic to where nothing is really impossible for him. He can make great textures and graphics designs. He can make incredible hacks. He's doing some of the most innovative ROM hacks we've ever seen. And he's not just working on our project. He also was a big hand in Feel the Bang, which a lot of you have played. He's making an upcoming ECW project that's just looking amazing. It makes me salivate. It makes me almost want to quit our project so I can go work on that, but I have to stay the course. Uh, so Randy, he's great. I'm happy to have him on our team. Uh, the next guy that I would like to talk about is Antonic. A lot of you know Antonic because he's on Twitter almost as much as I am. Uh, love him like a milkshake. Antonic does move splices for us. He does move hacks and he also is around there to laugh at my jokes. Which is probably a lot more important than anything else at this point because I need attention. Uh, Antonic is extremely talented. When it comes to the way that he makes his splices, it's amazing. And I know a lot of you aren't familiar with move hacks or how they work. Hopefully we can change that in the coming weeks. Mm, excuse me. But Antonic is very good at it. He's very innovative and creative with the splices that he makes and the animations that he puts together. And a lot of his stuff doesn't even look like a move hack. It looks like it belongs in the game. He's an extremely talented person and I'm happy to have him. Uh, another guy we have is Bale666 is his handle. I just call him Bale. He has been modding, uh, texture modding mostly, games since Raw for PC. Uh, he did a lot of SmackDown vs. Raw mods. He did Raw PC mods. He's done No Mercy mods. He's an extremely, and I do mean extremely, talented individual. And not just that, he is patient. He is extremely patient because a lot of the wrestlers that he's been modding for this project, he's not even a fan of. He's doing that because I asked him to. And not only is he doing that, but if I come up with very obscure requests, he does them pretty much every time. Uh, we showed off all those obscure Hulk Hogan attires, and that was me bugging him, saying, hey, you know, this, this, can, you, can you make this one? Can you do that one? Can you do this? Can you do that? And every single time he came back with what I had asked. And I am so grateful to have somebody like him on our team. He recently had to take a hiatus because, you know, as, as fun as modding this can be, it can really turn into a drag. And um, so he, he took some time off, and now he's back. He's got this wonderful Rey Mysterio package that I can't wait to show you guys more of. And uh, I'm, I'm just really excited for what the future holds with the upcoming mods that he's about to be making. Uh, the next person on our team is Wolfpack69. I just call him Wolfie or Pack. He does arenas for us, he does random texture mods, he does uh, hacking for us. He does a little bit of everything. He's a very talented individual and once again he's got a great attitude, loads of patience, puts up with my crap and anybody that's on my team has to put up with my crap and that's one of the hardest things to do because I am not an easy person to work with. 
He's also one of the heads of WCW Feel the Bang, along with Randy Price and DBS64. He also made WCW Mayhem. He's... I do believe he made a new generation mod that was pretty much completed. Never saw the light of day unless you were a fellow modder that he handed it to. He has done so many uh, mods and hacks. It's, it's funny because I bet that if you took all the unreleased stuff that he has on his hard drive, you could just fill up an entire game conversion with that alone. That's how prolific he is. He is wonderful. He's... Uh, He's very essential to the No Mercy community. I think he is finally starting to get the props that he should have been getting 10 years ago, to be honest. I'm very lucky to have him. Uh, another guy that we have on our team is KWG, also known as Jason to me because he's my pal. Jason does a lot of the stuff that you actually can't see. He does a lot of the grunt work. He does a lot of the bug testing. He helps build the installers. If you've ever been on... Uh, Next Wave 64 and use an installer package. It's something that he's done. He's currently a, a student in college learning how to make video games from scratch. Uh, very talented kid. I'm happy to have him on our team. And once again, great attitude. And he puts up with my stuff, which is, like I said, hard to do. Uh, somebody else on our team, and I cannot speak highly enough of this kid. Uh, he, we call him Lightning. His name's Jordy. I love him like a milkshake. He's pretty much a prodigy when it comes to this stuff. Jordy is responsible for so many innovations, uh, so much creative thinking. I, I really can't express how important he is, not only to our project, but to a, a, just a slew of No Mercy projects happening right now. This kid is really great at assembly hacks. He's great at importing polygons. He can do a lot. Uh, I honestly wonder what he can't do. He says he has limits, but I don't think he really does. Keep your eye out for him. He doesn't post as much on Twitter as the rest of us, but when he does, it's always something very significant and something that you would have to have a lot of talent mixed with creativity and work ethic in order to accomplish. Jordy, love ya. <laughs> uh, the next two people aren't necessarily parts of our team, but I consider them to be extremely important, and that would be SK Styles and Freem. These two guys are some of the biggest innovators in the Aki scene, period, bar none. A lot of the innovations and things that we're able to do right now, you can directly credit them. Uh, SK Styles is the reason why we can have guys with more than 40 of tires. He also figured out how to create new polygons and just create new wrestler slots for the game so we don't have any more limitations on the roster. That's all him. Uh, he took a lot from WLDFB, which he will state time and time again, but I still say that if it wasn't for him, all that stuff that WLDFB would have never been built on and reached the level that we're at. He's once again is another guy with a fantastic attitude, puts up with my crap, and I thank him. Yeah, I thank him a lot for that. I'm going to stutter a lot in this podcast because I'm still new to this. So these first few episodes might be kind of rough. The first 10 episodes might be kind of rough. But bear with me, people. I'm learning, you're learning, and we will learn and grow together. Freem, as some of you may know, is the creator of Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 Freem Edition, but he's also the innovator of the Virtual Pro Wrestling Studio. 
and that is a utility that works on all Aki games for the Nintendo 64, and it is a godsend. It is one of the best, if not the best tool to have ever been created in the modding community. The things that we can do with just a few clicks now would regularly take hours upon hours of hacking and troubleshooting because we'd have to do it all on notebooks. He does not get the credit that he deserves. I know he's already getting a lot of credit, but I think he should be getting a lot more. <coughs> Excuse me, I was just cutting promos and my voice is a little raggedy right now. And that's pretty much our team from where it stands right now. They're all really good guys. They're all extremely talented. We all have varying schedules, which makes updates in certain areas kind of sporadic. Other guys are also working on multiple No Mercy projects, which means they work on Evo when it fits into the time slots when they're not working on other ones. So you'll mostly be seeing my updates when it comes to this project and Antonics. Simply put, I have more free time than anybody else right now. Which I, which I guess is a double-edged sword. I really would be able to like going back to wrestling and doing my thing. And hopefully by next spring I will be able to. But for now, I'm stuck at home a lot. Which is why you'll see me working on this project. So, let's talk about the history of this project. I, I guess I did start off with the history of this project. And then I veered off. I can't help it. I gotta give my team credit. So I started off on my own with that Power Slam Pro Wrestling thing with fictional characters. And then once I brought in all these other guys and one by one they all decided, you know, we, we just threw all these ideas around. We decided to make a spiritual successor to Showdown using real guys from the past and the present to just kind of have another Legends roster. I wanted to do something different. Something unique because after a while, if you are a creator in this community, you're gonna reach a state of complacency because there's only so much that people have done when it comes to these full game conversions. And after a while, no matter how great the roster is, it starts feeling the same over and over with just different skins on it. And this isn't taken away from any project. I think they're all amazing. And from a player's standpoint, they're all fresh and they all can be played over and over again. I'm simply talking from a creator standpoint. I had grown complacent with simply making new skins and new move sets with a couple move hacks slapped on them and new arenas. I wanted new gameplay and new details. And with what I had learned recently with move sets, I decided that I had the ability to start implementing some of them in order to create a project that felt different without straying too far from the core gameplay that makes these games so wonderful. And it has gone through a lot of stages. It's it's been about four or five different games at this point. And that's something that I feel I owe you guys to address. Is why there's been so many delays, why there's been so many changes, where it's at now, and possibly when you'll actually get to play this thing. So when we started this project out, the idea was 
to have an organic move set. That was my original idea. You would start off with X amount of moves, X amount of strikes, and as the match progressed, you would unlock more strikes and more moves, which we still kind of do, but but not in my original way. My original way, to be honest, as much as I liked it, from a gameplay standpoint, it was pretty tedious. Uh, something else that was in the original build of Aki Evil was stored specials. More of a here comes the pain or smackdown way of reaching specials. This is not going to be in the initial release anymore. Uh, it was a fine system. It worked. And the computer would even use it. The computer would respond to it. However, there were two instances where I could not get the stored specials to activate the way I needed them to in order to completely replace the gameplay in a organic way. And until I can figure out those two instances, I'm not going to include that system yet. I want this to work 100% as soon as it's out. So the stored special system right now is not going to be a part of it. And I know there was a couple of people looking forward to that. It's not dead, but it's not going to be in the first release. We've actually discussed it a bit, and we're thinking that in the future, when it is implemented, you'll be able to choose from the menus which style of specials you would like to do. The classic Aki or the stored special system. But for now, don't count on it. It's not going to be there. And that's just the way it goes. And that was the first build. And it worked fine, uh, but as I was making these move sets and researching different aspects of the ROM and how it worked, I kept discovering new things. I kept finding new things that we could do to put in the game to where I couldn't get any move sets done because I was so busy going up and down the player map and finding new things that I would have a new idea for something that we could put in almost every other day. And it legitimately brought progress to the project to a lull, almost to a halt. Um, and I know a lot of the team members got very frustrated with me, and rightfully so, because I would keep delaying the game based on all these new things that I would find and these new systems that I would put in. Because I'd find something and be like, okay, this is in, now I have to backtrack and start move sets over from scratch. Again, and again, and again. So about the fourth or fifth time I did that, I realized that if I keep this up, I'm not going to have a team at all because they're just going to get sick of that, and rightly so. It's got to be frustrating to have all your shit together, and then there's that one guy that's saying, well, no, let's go back and do this over and over and over again. So a few months ago, I basically just said, okay, no more, no more bells and whistles, no more adding to this. I'm going to just stay the course, and using the systems that I have right now, I'm going to get something out for people to play and for the most part i've been sticking with that there has been a couple times where progress on these move sets has slowed when i wanted to make details for andre stuff like that but for the most part this has been a very productive progressive period for the project and i'm hoping by the end of the year we will have a demo version of nine playable wrestlers for people to enjoy I'm not calling it version 1, I'm calling it version 0.1 because it's obviously not a finished product. When I made Showdown, we did something very similar actually. I released the original version with 9 wrestlers and then every few weeks I would add a few more wrestlers and a few more and a few more. Then after 2 years, 
we had a roster of 300. This is probably going to be something similar to that. When this initially gets released, it's only going to be nine guys. And I know that might disappoint some people, but I'm actually keeping the roster so low so I can focus on each individual wrestler on that roster to get all the details that I want for each and every single one of them. Now you're probably wondering, after all that that I've said, how the systems are working now. How does it play? And it's really very simple. When the match starts, you will not be able to access your strong grapples. You just won't. You will be able to access your weak grapples. You'll be able to do a whole bunch of stuff, but not the bigger moves. Not until your spirit bar gets filled up all the way at least once. When that happens, all your moves are going to be able to be unlocked and you can just go to town and your specials will work regularly, regularly as if they would in any other game. Now, there's going to be a couple things that are different though. Some moves are going to be stacked in the same slot. Uh, for instance, if you have a strong B-up grapple, say for Sting, he has three different suplexes in that one slot. So you do it once, it's a regular suplex. You do it twice, it's a falling suplex. The third time you go in that same you know, B-up grapple slot, it's a stalling suplex. There's details like that in all these guys. And some guys actually have mini-games. Like Ric Flair, uh, a, I'm sure more than a few of you saw that preview of his old man flop that connects to another movie immediately. Some guys like Andre will just be real jerks. I've, I've put in a lot of stuff in their move sets that you won't see in a conventional No Mercy project to make him stand out and make him harder to beat. And on top of that, there's going to be a lot of changes that you won't be able to see and you won't immediately be able to even notice. And that's because I have created tools to edit the AI, to edit the parameters. So things in the background of the code will actually be working differently. Like sometimes a guy's AI will change from normal to rough, depending on who he's looking at, depending on if he's inside or outside of the ring, depending on if he's on special or not. There are so many instances where I can change the behavior and the parameters to where it makes sense. And the reason why something like that is special, the reason why it's important is, let's say you're playing John Cena. Now, we all know John Cena isn't exactly a technical wrestler. He's not <laughs> a master of chain wrestling or anything, but he also has the STF as a finish. So I change his submission skill for that move only. You know, when, when you're creating a wrestler and you and you're in the back end parameters, it'll say novice, normal, or expert when it comes to submission skills. Well, he's a novice through his whole match, but as soon as he locks on that one move, his parameters for his submission will go up, making that move stronger and more deadly, but not affecting any other submission that he does. Uh, some guys like The Rock, when he gets on special, his speed will increase. Uh, Hulk Hogan, I'm working on a fantastic Hulk up mechanic to where when you hurt him and you hurt him bad, he's going to turn it around on you and he's going to Hulk up. Other little details that I have coming are managers. A few of you have seen that. If somebody has a manager, it's going to be harder to beat him because that manager is going to interfere in your match. That's something that never happened in No Mercy. In WCW and NWO Revenge, they were a bit more active, but they weren't proactive in interfering with your match. <coughs> 
that's something that I wanted to change. Uh, I didn't really see the point in Vanilla of No Mercy of having a manager that just stands there and does nothing. It'll provide backup for a run-in. Big deal. They, they don't even taunt. They just sit there staring at you. It's dumb. So I spent about three days writing a manager system. It was probably... Yeah, I'd say it was probably the most intricate codes I've ever written. Uh, I'm very proud of that because that's something that nobody's been able to do. But I managed to get away with. And guys like Triple H will have a manager. Shawn Michaels, when he's in his early HBK days, will have Sherry Martell. Things like that. And that's another thing. Depending on what attire you're using from what era of each wrestler, it's going to affect their moveset. It's going to affect their parameters. Modern Rock is going to be much stronger than Rocky Maivia. And Rocky Maivia is going to use a shoulder breaker for a finish instead of a rock bottom. These are things that we can do that haven't really been done in a lot of wrestling games or even No Mercy projects. And there have been projects that kind of hinted at that. The original WWF Legends would do that with Bret Hart. Uh, but we're going all in. Not just with moves, but with parameters, with computer AI, with Easter eggs. You know, a lot of you really like that GIF or GIF. Somebody's going to hate that I pronounce it like that. Of Sean's overselling for Hulk Hogan. That's going to be in the game because that's something I want to see and it's something that's never been done and it's something that makes it more fun to play. And there's going to be a lot more Easter eggs like that as they come to mind. But for right now, these are pretty much just the basics. And when you download this, keep in mind that this is not the final product. Even for the nine guys that are released, it's probably not going to be their finished move sets. I'm a perfectionist. I like to go back and I like to keep editing them. I almost lost my team because I keep going back and editing these movesets and adding more details. Uh, thankfully, they were patient enough and honest enough with me to get me back on track. The main reason why this hasn't been released yet is me and my persistence in going back and redoing stuff and finding something new and redoing it over and over and over again. And I will own up to that 100%. We could have had this release last year if I would have just stopped trying to discover new things to add into it and just put in what I had. I don't want this to become Duke Nukem Forever where one of the head developers keeps thinking he has to put in new stuff to keep it cutting edge. And then it never gets released. I want this to be released to people. I want people to be able to play it. I want them to be able to enjoy it. And hopefully that will happen. Um, that's pretty much all I'm going to say for this round. I've been talking nonstop for half an hour. There's a lot more I'd like to say about this project. And we'll have plenty of time to do that. I have a couple guests lined up for upcoming shows. I'm not going to announce them now because... I don't feel like it. <laughs> What's the point if it's not a surprise? Uh, so that's where we are. I am pushing headlong into getting this released by Christmas. You'll have nine guys to play with, a couple fun new match types, and I hope you guys really like what we have in store for you. We've worked for years researching how the game works to be able to do these changes and implement them in a way that's organic and almost seamless in some cases. And we hope that when you play this, you'll notice the changes, but not so much to where it takes away from how fun the original engine is. 
So I think I'm just going to cut it off there. Otherwise, I'm going to just keep rambling. And nobody wants to listen to me ramble for half an hour, even though I've already done that. Nobody wants to listen to me ramble all day. I really appreciate everybody that's listened to this. As we go on, this show will hopefully have a much cleaner uh, format. <laughs> and we're going to keep talking about this project. We're going to talk about other projects. I'm going to get some creators in that are working on their own stuff. And hopefully this will get more people interested in what we're doing and more informed with what we're doing and how we're doing it and where we're going with it. With that said, this is Phil signing off. Keep playing No Mercy. Keep playing Virtual Pro Wrestling. Keep playing all the Aki games. Thanks for being here.